Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Maller here. Winter is coming. Heavy rain, sleet, snow, and ice. Are your tires up for the challenge? Tread confidently in winter's worst with a set of new tires from Tire Rack. They sell only the best, like the full lineup of Yokohama tires. Go to TireRack.com sports. Tell them what you drive. Your tires will ship fast and free to you. One of over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at First, first listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. MTV's official Challenge Podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening to the best of the Ben Maller Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weeknight from 2 to 6 Eastern 11 p.m. to 3 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And to find your local station for the Ben Mather Show at foxsportsradio.com, you can find it there. Or stream us live every night on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. This is the best of the Ben Mather Show on Fox Sports Radio. Now, I've been in the ocean. Uh, I have done that. I don't know if you do that much. Maybe you're not in a state near the ocean, but I've done it. I've been in the Atlantic Ocean, the Pacific Ocean. Uh, I've been all over the place, right? Uh, and my experience with ocean water is, uh, especially in the Pacific Ocean region of uh, Southern California, is it is polluted. Uh, it is toxic. Uh, I believe in that, uh, and uh, normally when I get out of the ocean, I want to immediately rinse off the polluted water from the ocean. Uh, I don't recall it having tremendous healing powers. I don't, but who knew? Clay Thompson, who apparently is a basketball player that only has to play well one out of every like five games. How great is Clay Thompson? Clay Thompson is the luckiest guy in the world. If Clay Thompson had to carry the freight for a franchise, he would be a disaster. Is there a bigger fraud than Clay Thompson in terms of what he has to do? And and he, you know, he checks out three or four games in a row. No one even pays attention. They only pay attention when he has a fine performance. The rest of the time, he's a ghost, and it's like people give him a pass. He should never leave the Golden State Warriors. He should now. I would like personally, as a Schadenfreude, if he were to go somewhere to like the Lakers, and then they depended on him to be good every night, and then he's good one out of every five games. That would I would enjoy that. But anyway, get to the point, please. All right. So the Warriors played the Clippers in a uh, plausibly an NBA game, and Clay Thompson had a rather large uh, performance. He had 32 points. Now a lot of it was in the first half of the game. And it was a close game, one of your typical lopsided game. This was a uh, this was a uh, scratch and claw situation. Golden State was uh, they were against the ropes at one point here. 
against the Clippers. And so Klay Thompson uh, revealing that the key to his performance was the holy water of the Pacific Ocean. He didn't say holy water, but hey, it's Easter weekend and Passover's going on. So he uh, to get himself in the right mindset after having some very poor performances in the opening round of the NBA playoffs against the Clippers, uh, Clay Thompson revealing that it was the waters of the Pacific and a, a trip to the ocean over the weekend that provided his uh, enhanced performance. And then, and then, of course, Steph Curry, he followed up by confirming that once he saw Clay Thompson get back to their five-star hotel adjacent to Rodeo Drive, where these Warriors are slumming on the road, once once uh, Steph Curry saw that, he said, well, I knew Clay was going to have a big game. It just adds to the fairy tale. It adds to the myth uh, and, and all that. And so there you go. Right? Keep in mind that Clay, that Clay Thompson uh, also said this is the one thing uh, since he probably won't do it again. It's a one-time thing because in Northern California, the water's a little colder. So he didn't want to go in the Northern California version of the Pacific Ocean uh, because it's too cold. All right, so let's discuss. Now, did the holy water of the Pacific Ocean result in Clay Thompson having a massive beginning of the game against the Clippers? Did that happen because of the water? Yeah, okay. All right, now my thoughts here, you've got Cadbury eggs. Hype video and phobia. All right, those three things will tie it all together as Golden State takes a three to one lead over the Clips, the people's team, America's team, underdog, Clippers. All right, so uh, we'll tie all these things together Cadbury eggs, hype video, and phobia. Now, A, this particular game on Sunday played out exactly like I had said it was going to play out. The Warriors had several days off in Los Angeles. You mix in the Easter holiday festivities, the L.A. nightlife. That is a lethal parlay, and it certainly worked out like that. Steph Curry had his second-worst playoff game in his career. He had too many peeps or something else, but he shot 21% from the floor. He took 14 shots and missed 11 of the 14 shots from the floor. Garbage. And in these, I'm telling you, statistically, it's the second worst game of his career. He had a worst game in the finals, uh, but he was in foul trouble and all that. And and then Draymond Green. Now Draymond played like he had concrete sneakers on his instead of actual basketball shoes. He took 11 shots. He missed seven of them. Shot 36 percent. One too many Cadbury eggs. One too many Cadbury eggs for Draymond Green. But Golden State was bailed out because Klay Thompson had a big first half. Kevin Durant made some some big baskets in the fourth quarter. And even with those numbers by Thompson and Durant, Durant had 33, Thompson 32, the Warriors ended up losing. Now, they won the game, but they lost for gamblers. We know that America's embraced sports gambling, and the Golden State Warriors are losing. If you bet on the Clippers plus 9.5, they covered the number. You cashed the ticket. That's a win. So four games in, and if you bet on the Clippers, you're two and two, right? They're square up. They're even up in the eyes of the gambling world, two-two, even up, uh, even series, even Stevens so far uh, in this series, and 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 really another mark against this entire Golden State operation is Kevin Durant was lollygagging around here and needed to blow a 31-point lead at home to wake up. How weak is that? How sorry is that? Since he took the eight shots in the loss to the Clippers in Game 3 when he had more turnovers than shot attempts on the floor, uh, Durant has found himself. He's had a come-to-Jesus moment, a come-to-the-basket moment. It's been a hurricane, a hurricane of baskets here. Uh, 59% shooting from the floor, 93% from the foul line, and he's got a bunch of assists and all that. The uh, sleeping giant has woken. The good news is Durant's only like a game or two away from going back into slumber mode. So that's good news for like the Rockets in the second round because Durant, you know, maybe he'll get distracted by some teenager on Twitter or something like that, and the next thing you know, he'll be... 
That's my Duran impersonation. When he's not engaged. Who when are not, you? Yeah, when he's not engaged. Now, part B of this. Now, Doc Rivers went deep into the surplus of weaponry to try to throw some kind of a monkey wrench into the Golden State Warriors' plans. A guy who I vaguely remember was drafted in the first round, but I, I don't think I saw him after that. Somebody named Jerome Robinson. Who? Uh, Jerome Robinson. He was dusted off and given 11 minutes of time in a key playoff game. Uh, Never heard of him. I, I was very surprised. We were all blown away by that. We were like, wow. I mean, he used to be good at Boston College, but he was like a G League guy, and he played very well. Did a good job. <laughs> Wilson Chandler, vagabond Wilson Chandler, came off the bench. He played some. Shea Gilgis Alexander, the next great point guard in the NBA, showing his skills there. Uh, offensive dynamo, great defensive play by Shea Gilgis Alexander. And one of the great long names. That has to be the longest name. I know it's a conjoined name. Gilgis and Alexander, but it has to be like the, the uniform, the way it curves around his number. I don't ever recall it. There have been some guys from foreign lands with lots of X's and Y's and Z's in their names, but I don't recall ever a name longer than Gilgis Alexander in the back of the uniform. But he kept the Clippers. He had a big first half, kept them in the game, and was also able to hornswoggle Steph Curry. That or the peeps. Too many peeps. The problem for the Clippers was that they're too – reliable players malfunction. Sweet Lou Williams. This was not in the master plan here. Sweet Lou took 10 shots and made two of them from the floor. That sucks. And Danilo Gallinari, he had uh, too much uh, too much pasta. I, guess, I don't know what he did, but he had 20 shots. He, he missed 15 of them. What's up with that? To Racist. Get, together they shot, I think it's Italianist, they shot 23% uh, from the floor. That was crippling. For the Clippers in this game, especially in the fourth. Lou Williams in the fourth quarter, hey, look, you know what he looked like? Russell Westbrook. That's not a compliment. When you look like Russell Westbrook in the fourth quarter of a playoff game, that is a negative. That is a bad thing. That is a horrible thing to say about a basketball player. When you play like Russell Westbrook in the fourth quarter, Lou Williams 0 of 5 from the floor. This entire series has been, you know what it's been? This was not a great you know, game for Lou Williams or Danilo Gallinari, but this is one giant hype video for the Clippers. It is. Now, Jerry West and Steve Ballmer are smiling. They've got that Cheshire smile. Great marketing. It's great marketing. Anyone who knows basketball is aware of what's going on here. This is a tough-minded basketball team, an overachieving team. They've got that uh, gritty, but not like the mascot from Philadelphia. Good side dishes. They got everything. They got the mashed potatoes. They got the stuffing. They got the mac and cheese over there. They got good biscuits, cornbread. They got everything. They just need the main course. They got the side dish. That's all they need. So they're set up for that superstar to seamlessly slide in, slide on over into the lineup. And this series, again, that's a recruiting video for the other star players. You get to avoid the tumor that is LeBron James. You get to play in L.A., but you avoid that, and it's the people's team. It's a win-win. All right, last word. So the Warriors have a 3-1 to lead technically, but we know from gambling standpoint, 2-2. Clippers are even up. If you bet on the series, Clippers are 2-2. Golden State also blew the 31-point lead, so we put that in there as well. So that should be worth like two losses for the Warriors. So really the Clippers at this point, if we consider that two losses for Golden State, we'll do the Mallard math on this, that's two losses. It should be 2-2. It really should be 2-2, absolutely, in this series. But Golden State does have a phobia about the number three and the number one. They blew the 31-point lead against the Clippers. They had a 3-1 lead against the Cavaliers. They gagged that away in the NBA Finals. And the Clippers, as a weak number eight seed, everyone said weak, 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 uh, holding their own. So they outmatched. No one would disagree with that. Outmatched in terms of... Hall of Fame talent and all that stuff. But they have hung around. And Golden State getting more than they expected in the opening round of the series. Like the, This has not been a lightweight performance. The Clippers aren't rolling over and playing dead like the Utah Jazz, for example. What a pathetic franchise the Utah Jazz are. They ought to be exiled from the NBA after that performance over the week. I watched that game. Did you see that game? James Harden had his typical disappearing act. He does it every – it's traditional. It's seasonal. 
All right, it's like the Swallows returning to Capistrano. Punxsutawney Phil, does he see his shadow? James Harden vanishing in a playoff game. And the Jazz still couldn't win. He still couldn't win the game. Getting sidetracked here. All right, now it's assumed the Warriors, uh, back to the Warriors and Clippers, it's assumed Golden State's going to curb stomp the Clippers. The next game's on Wednesday night to close it out. And you know what happens when you assume. You know what happens when you assume. This series is not over. The Clippers can be loosey-goosey. They can be loosey-goosey. The pressure is still on Golden State because they have the tension and nerves, knowing every extra game they play is more of an opportunity for Steph Curry to go snap, crackle, pop, for Kevin Durant to fall into daydream mode, and for Klay Thompson to need to go to the Pacific Ocean to get some salt water to snap out of a slump. So all the every extra game for Golden State. So the tension and the nerves of having to play a rested Rockets team in the second round is on Golden State. And, yes, the, again, the Jazz bursting into flames and all that. But, man, you, that is ridiculous. Anyway, all right, it's the Ben Maller Show on Fox. On Fox. Now, just to prove I did not make up Clay Thompson talking about the Pacific Ocean, he did say it. I have proof. I'll play the audio. You don't, you don't, don't challenge me. I'll play it. I have it. Oh, man, I did a couple things. I didn't think I had a bad games, but I didn't have any big games. I told Jonas yesterday, we went to the beach, played some volleyball. I'm like, yo, I'm just going to go jump in the ocean. I just know that will reset my mind, and it worked. So I don't know if I'm going to jump up north because it's freezing, but something I'll definitely contemplate if I don't shoot the ball that well the rest of the year. But hopefully that doesn't happen. Yeah, that's great. All right, wonderful. Good luck. Get us, how about you get a wetsuit? How about that? You get a wetsuit, you can jump in the ocean. It's amazing. People do it all the time. I was in Boston a couple weeks ago, and they were, these people were out around Harvard. They were uh, kayaking, and the water was freezing in the Charles River, and it was like 5.30 in the morning. or No, it was like 6.30 in the morning, and they were out because I was leaving the show, and I walked back to my hotel, and they were out there, and I was like, what are these idiots doing? I mean, my God, it's freezing. It's like 30 degrees out, and they're uh, kayaking. And uh, they, you know, they were fine. They seemed fine. They seemed, they seemed perfectly fine. Uh, all right, here's, here's uh, Steve Kerr commenting on Steph Curry, who had some issues uh, shooting, foul trouble, the whole thing. He just hasn't been uh, focused. You know, I don't know oh. if you saw his shoes. You see his shoes? One shoe said no, and the other shoe said reach. So he didn't he didn't reach as much tonight. So that was good. But you know, Steph Steph sometimes loses focus. Oh, see that he's undisciplined. <laughs> Steph Curry's undisciplined. There it is. All right, here's Doc Rivers. Watch out, NBA. The Clippers are not done yet. One thing I, I will say about our team is uh, we will be ready. We'll show up. I can guarantee you that right. this team has never not been that. And it would be nice to get back here. That's for sure. That's right. All it takes, one win in Golden State, come back. No way Golden State wins game six in L.A. Then we get to a game seven, and then a high choke factor. High choke factor, because everyone will be reminding Kevin Durant and Klay Thompson and Steph Curry. Well, not Durant, because he wasn't there. But the other guys, they'll remind him, hey, Golden State has a history of choking You know, when you blow a three-to-one lead. So all it takes, one night. One good performance, one night of Shea Gilgus Alexander and and uh, Danilo Gallinari and Lou Williams going Moneyball, 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 and there you go. Uh, we say hello to Edmund Dallas Steamboat Willie Judas Solid Gold Garcia. My God, I hate to start the new week off, but geez, that was just that was embarrassing. A great mon- that was a wonderful oh mal- monologue. It was great. You didn't watch the game. You don't oh know what you're talking about God. there. That was that was poetry is what that was. It was great. Yeah. I, I, I mean, Even, Doc Rivers, oh, we're going to hopefully we come out and show up and play yeah, hard. That's yeah. what you're paid to do. And you wow. rip every other player and wow. coach that says those wow. types of things. Wow. Be consistent, Maller. I'm that's very pathetic. Cons- that's a great that coach. That is pathetic. Doc Rivers is a great guy. Hopefully we come yeah. back to L.A. I'm glad I'm yeah. proud of my guys. Yeah. We fought hard. Yeah. That's what you're supposed I, to I do. You're it. supposed yeah. to fight Doc, hard. Yeah. You're paid uh, to yeah. get out yeah. there yeah. and perform. One, yeah, one guy is holding a machete. The uh, Doc Rivers is holding a butter knife. A plastic butter knife is what Doc Rivers is holding in his hand right now that's a that's a fair fight a plastic butter knife that's what he's got well, in his your guy right jerry now. west he's Plus, he assembled the, this the roster logo. come on the logo 
All it's the, not good Eddie, enough just to be there, Ben. All the side dishes, Eddie. All the delicious side dishes your, your are right there. Your clipper ball washing is pathetic. They are wonderful. I pathetic. love the side dishes. You, yeah, you sound, you sound like a Laker fan right they now. They are wonderful. We're going to do this, and we're going to get that guy. Laker historian. They don't have fans. Remember, they have historians. Talk, even that promo that's running around the, on the network, nobody hears it, but we hear it. Uh, Snoop Dogg there talking about the good old days there. He's stuck in the Everyone, oh, yeah. stuck in the past. And the Clippers have never had any good old in days. In the present. I, that's right. That's good. We're not yeah, a bunch that, of, that not is a good. Guys standing around saying, oh, we used to be good. No, they don't do that. Yeah, the, yeah, the <laughs> Clippers say we've never Every, been good. Everything's ahead of them. Everything's oh, that, ahead that of them. That sounds like Everything a Laker fan. We're, we're going to do this. Bright days are ahead. You don't even like the NBA. That's nothing to do with it. So what? Yeah, you're just I, trying to pick That's a because fight, I can sit back and be the, rational. The voice of reason. The voice of reason. Yes, I am. Yes, I am. You came up with that title. You're not the voice of reason. Because I'm the only one who speaks the truth on this show. I'm trying to have a Good show. It's Easter post weekend, Passover in the air everywhere, and you come out here fighting. You're in a fighting mood. There's not a single thing I said that was erroneous in that mal monologue. Everyone loved Thank it. You, Jesus! I'm getting great reviews from the militia. No, you're not. I'm looking at my Twitter feed. Great, wonderful, yeah. encore. Take a bow. Ta-da, Same old baloney ta-da. from Maller. Wonderful pick job, Cherry Maller. pick all the things, yeah. all the comments yeah. that well, make him sound it's good. It's overwhelming, no, Eddie. It isn't. It's overwhelming. It's Universally lie. loved. Please. Universally loved, Eddie. Everyone Sad. can't get enough Sad, of it. Sad, pathetic. It's a great thing. <laughs> Just like your Clippers. It's a great, wonderful thing. I am so happy. That's right. Because they win on Wednesday. They force a game six. Again, no way Golden State wins in L.A. Go to a game. They just did it twice. Go into game. They're due to lose. Go into game seven. There you go. Due to lose. That's every game for the Clippers. Boom. Boom, baby. That's how it's going to go. I laid it all out. There you go. That's how it's going to go down. Right there. Boom, boom, boom. By the way, how was your Easter? Uh, my weekend was wonderful, although I think my wife was a little annoyed because I had to, I I was at a uh, my wife dragged me to a uh, her family's uh, the in laws had a big Easter. Yeah. You're uh, not a, you're you're not an Easter person, not but your Easter. wife is. So she's you very, she's into all the holidays. You're she half holidays. an Easter uh, person. Yeah, so I, yeah. I was like, well, I gotta, you know, I gotta work. And, did you, you at know, least get some? Uh, well, uh, no, you don't eat. So I was gonna say, I did, you get, some, did you get some nice food? I, I did eat a little bit, a but, little bit, but I, right. I feel like I ate too much this weekend, so I'm not gonna eat until Wednesday. Oh my god, I'm not eating till Wednesday. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not. I it's figured. Not healthy. No, no, it's good. It's not healthy. No, I ate a little too much. And I, I made a nice Italian dinner. You're not a bear. You don't I'm go a, hibernating. I think I'm like one uh, percent Italian, but I had a nice Italian dinner over the weekend, and uh, it was just great. And so I've decided now because I ate a little too much, and I cut it back for a couple days, roll it back. I'll be good to go on Wednesday. So that's what I. And then we got Philly Rob's coming in here on Thursday night for the draft. He's going to oh, feed us right? like cheese steaks, and oh, I got to. Thanks oh, for the heads no. up on that. Yeah, Thursday night. Oh, maybe NFL I won't draft. eat for three days either. He might not. <laughs> Philly Rob knows how to put a I party know. on. He does. He spoils us with all kinds of stuff. So, yeah, he'll be in here on Thursday for our draft extravaganza. So I'm looking forward to that. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. 
Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's Rappaport's Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're talking tea, we're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Here are some examples of what you'll hear from us on Rappaport's Reality Podcast. This is where we discuss all things reality TV, all things popular culture. And a little bit of... Rappaport's reality, the reality of bit. us. We're a figuring bit. out. And if we had been recording these last four or five days, Ooh. it, it would have been, Ooh, a, been the podcast juicy. would have taken a, a, a left turn. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. More Than a Movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast, and this time with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero, and each week I'm gonna talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic, and then Carvin and Juni. I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Now I'm going to preface this by saying that I have never done local radio in Philadelphia or New York. I have no allegiance to Kate Smith. I am in, related in no way to Kate Smith. Uh, I just have a problem with stupidity. I just have an issue with stupidity. It's one of my problems. When I see blatant stupidity, I like to call it out, and this is blatant stupidity. So you likely know a little bit, but maybe not all of the details, a story that has developed since the end of last week. It carried over the weekend, a long and popular Relationship with the Philadelphia Flyers between the the memory of late singer Kate Smith that has been uh, exiled, jettisoned from Philadelphia, a singer from the 1930s and 40s. Never heard of him. Yes. Uh, And she had a statue in Philadelphia. There's a lot of statues in Philadelphia, many of them. Uh, A lot of sports statues, a lot of uh, historical statues. And they had to remove that. Well, they didn't have to, but they're a bunch of dum-dums, and they decided to remove it outside the arena. So if you if you missed out, the move came after some uh, stories were published in the New York Daily News last week that indicated that Kate Smith's songs from the 1930s, they were analyzing these, and they said, oh, it's uh, racist. We've got to uh, exile her. We've got to get rid We have to distance ourselves. From this. Now, the Yankees, they're the, the first wearing the dunce cap, the New York Yankees. Uh, they have not played Kate Smith's version of God Bless America, which they've done since like 9-11 uh, off and on here. Uh, they During the, the seventh inning stretch, uh, they put that aside after the lyrics were brought up and the team uh, reacted. Now, the, the Flyers, Friday, they originally put a black blanket over the Kate Smith statue. They stopped, even though the Flyers, they stopped playing a while ago because they're not good enough to make the playoffs. So uh, the God Bless America, they said they will no longer do that. They covered up the statue. Well, over the weekend, the team issued a very 
politically correct statement, the kind of statement that makes you want to vomit, uh, acknowledging some of the lyrics in Kate Smith's songs are, quote, incompatible with the values of our organization and evoke painful and unacceptable themes and announced that the statue had been removed, taken away. I taken away, uh, see you later, out of here, uh, the whole thing. Now, my man, former Fox Sports Radio host Tony Bruno, who's doing his uh, online show in Philadelphia. I love Tony's a radio legend. He built Fox Sports Radio up, and uh, he worked at every major sports radio network in America. The guy's a, a titan in sports radio. So, Tony, this is what I love about Bruno. Like, Bruno's all offended. This is more of a Philadelphia thing. I got no skin in the game. Tony's got skin in the game, right? He's a Philadelphia guy. Like, he just reeks of cheesesteak and Broad Street and all that stuff. I love Tony. But so Tony Tony goes out at the, you know, early in the morning on Easter Sunday, and he goes out and he's goes to the Kate Smith statue and records what he sees at where the statue had been in Philadelphia. And uh, here's how that uh, sounded. This is what the Flyers, NBC, Universal, and as you can see, she got sawed off and removed. Good thing they did a nice job cleaning off her pedestal, though. It's sarcasm. They did a nice job, didn't they? It's dirt. Congratulations, Philadelphia Flyers, NBC Sports Philadelphia, Comcast Universal, and all of the other nitwits who think that this is great. A woman who raised millions of dollars to help America beat the Nazis in Germany. And now because of a song that she sang in 1930, this is what Philadelphia looks like this morning on Easter Sunday, 2019. Yeah, there it is. Well, look at that. That's like Edward R. Murrow, like reporting from my man Tony Bruno. But uh, good job. All right, so let's discuss. Now, what do you make of the Flyers toppling, sawing off the uh, Kate Smith statue over the weekend. Now, my observations here, you've got shielded stagecoaches and clowns, and we will lock all this together. Now, number one, uh, it, it is time for a bubble celebration. If you're a social justice warrior, this is your I mean, this is your day, right? This is a great accomplishment for you. Congratulations. Stupidity has won out. You have succeeded in attacking the grave of Kate Smith. Good job by you. If that's your ambition, you've done it. And congratulations to the Yankees and the Flyers. You are co-conspirators. You're chicken-hearted. You're a bunch of weak individuals. But congratulations, right? You've fallen into the trap. You've gone down the spider hole. The Flyers, a big, giant bunch of cowards. The Philadelphia Flyers. And I would say you are now part of the problem. The Yankees, also politically correct weasels as well. Uh, it's great. And I, I think many people need to be shielded away from anything that ever happened that might be bad in the past, right? We Anything at all that might have happened in a different generation, different times and all that, uh, people just can't handle it today. And uh, humanity, uh, boy, humanity really cannot. We need, we need this stuff to go away. Right? A very noble stand by the Flyers and by the New York Yankees. Now, the Flyers had the chutzpah to say, quote, we cannot stand idle while material from another era gets in the way of who we are today. The dishonesty in that statement just slaps you in the face. I mean, it just, bam, just like that. And it's the selective outrage thing that continues to come up, right? Everyone's offended by everything. The city of brotherly love itself, that nickname is offensive. Right? Why not sisterly love? Why brotherly love? Right? How about gender neutral love? Why don't we do that? I don't think we should say brotherly love. That's offensive. And that's, listen, this is just the beginning. The second thing are the flyers, since they are so concerned about things we cannot stand idle, they said, while material from another era gets in the way of who we are today. Well, the second thing here, the flyers need to crank that saw up. Because there's some other statues that need to come tumbling down here. If they're all in on the politically correct movement, and that's what they're all about, then Kate Smith is just the tip of the statue spear. The late owner of the Flyers, a guy named Ed Snyder, the man who is credited with inventing hockey in Philadelphia. That's one of the things they said when he died a couple of years ago. Well, the guy he's been called the soul and the spirit of the Philadelphia Flyers franchise, Ed Snyder. At one point, he said, you can look it up, he would never sign a player from the Soviet Union. 
He said that back in the 70s and the 80s when the, the Cold War was going on. But in the spirit of inclusion, the Flyers have to acid wash any reference to Ed Snyder, right? Otherwise, they are endorsing xenophobia. So they got to get rid of the Ed Snyder statue, topple that statue, take a saw, and chop it down. Now, how about Meek Mill? Meek Mill, a rapper who has been fully embraced by every Philadelphia sports franchise. Now, Meek Mill's songs include, uh, I'll give you the watered-down version, uh, F-word, B-word, get money, stand up, N-word, that's my N-word. Keep in mind, this is just, a, that's, those are song titles there. Some of the lyrics, basic, uh, basic uh, B-word, came to suck this blank. All right? Uh, you want me to go on? That's Meek Mill. That's a proud Philadelphian, right? Uh, I'm a do-it-my-way, N-word, F-word, the script. Uh, Meek Mill. The Flyers and their parent company have to distance themselves from Meek Mill because, again, these are their own words. We cannot stand idle while material from another era gets in the way of who we are today. Well, that era, this era, you got to get rid of it. You got to get rid of it. And this is the Pandora's box that you have decided to open up. You've done it, right? Thinking that a 90 year old song and a statue are the problems and they're impacting inclusion in the organization's reputation. It's silliness. And I say we don't stop there, right? Because this is the slippery slope you've gone down. 49% of the founding fathers had slaves. So, and George Washington, there's a statue, right? In Phil- I've been to Philadelphia. There's a statue of George Washington. they got to take, take that down. The Liberty Bell should be melted. They should get rid of the Liberty Bell. Independence Hall, where all those slave owners met, they ought to burn Independence Hall down, right? Let's keep going here. Why not? Right? The Flyers play at Wells Fargo Center in Philadelphia. Wells Fargo Center. Now, I would imagine when Wells Fargo had stagecoaches in the Old West that, and, and, and this is uh, likely 100 century, you can look it up on the internet, that they had to kill some Native Americans, right, to protect those stagecoaches. So how can you have an arena named after Wells Fargo? What about the Native Americans that were killed to protect the stagecoaches? Again, uh, this I know this is in the past, but we cannot stand idle while material from another era gets in the way of who we are today. Do you endorse murdering people to protect stagecoaches? Is that what you protect? I mean, that's, that's where we're going here. Get a new corporate partner. Get a new corporate partner. And while we're at it, how about William Penn, a historical figure? Isn't the state of Philadelphia named after William Penn, Pennsylvania? Isn't that I call it Pennsylvania? Well, William Penn, he owned slaves. He used them to work his estate. So we should get rid of him, right? Get rid of him. Change the name of Pennsylvania. We don't need Pennsylvania. The Flyers are owned by Comcast. Now, Tony Bruno alluded to this. And the deep state uh, conspiracy is that they are having anxiety about more people cutting cords. And they were worried about you know, the cord cutters that if they didn't bring the statue down, there'd be some kind of movement and they'd lose more customers of cable television. And that was really the driving force behind Kate Smith's uh, statue coming down. Ta-da! There you go. It's all about cord cutters. Now, the final point. Jason Whitlock did a fine job uh, last at the end of last week. Marvelous commentary over the weekend highlighting the uh, patented ridiculousness of this move. And this was before the Flyers took the statue down and all that stuff uh, with the Yankees and whatnot. But the fact that Kate Smith's been dead since 1986, we pointed this out last week. She was popular in the 1940s. And as Jason pointed out, this is a 250-pound woman. A fat woman who was fat shamed uh, in those years, and now she's being painted as a uh, a giant uh, racist. And the the whole story of her raising Tony mentioned this the six hundred million in war bonds to support World War II and beat the Nazis, and that six hundred million in nineteen forties money is worth over one billion. Right? She raised by today's standards, she raised a billion dollars. On this song, which was written by Jewish composer Irving Berlin, uh, who rewrote God Bless America and uh, for, for Kate Smith uh, as a protest, a peacetime protest against Adolf Hitler. This woman now must be vanished. We, we must acid wash her from society. 
because of the Flyers and the Yankees and their over overly ridiculous political correctness. But wait, there's more. Ronald Reagan, President Ronald Reagan, awarded Kate Smith the highest civilian honor, the same award that Tiger Woods is getting from Donald Trump, the Presidential Medal of Freedom, highest civilian honor. And uh, now Kate Smith's uh, statue has been been toppled, sawed off, right? Sawed off. See you later. Get out of here. Go away. Uh, and uh, we cannot play the her version of God Bless uh, America's been silenced. Uh, I'd like to think this is going to backfire, that the Flyers and Yankees are wearing clown noses right now, but that's where I sit. Maybe I'm in the minority on this. Many people love the political correctness. Uh, they did all of this because she recorded two songs about 80 years ago and are uh, racially offensive. And then if they'd done any due diligence, this is the part that really rubbed me the wrong way, right? Because when you hear the headline, well, she said really racist things in these songs uh, that clearly that, you know, she, how could you possibly defend Kate Smith? Uh, one of them, one of the lines was she sang the song, That's Why Darkies Were Born, and the, the song was considered satire. And a civil rights, a black civil rights leader named Paul Robeson from that era sang the same song. The other song uh, was Pickaninny Heaven, I believe was the title of it, from 1933. That was from the, the Paramount Pictures movie. It was in a movie. Uh, other big Hollywood stars of that era, Randolph Scott and Sally Blaine, were in that same movie from Paramount Pictures. And uh, she didn't write those uh, songs, Kate Smith. Uh, and again, and why does it matter? I have no skin in the game in this, but Kate Smith was portraying a character that does not uh, represent her belief. She, wrote, she, if she had written those songs, you would have a different argument, but she did not. And uh, I saw a story over the weekend with Kate Smith's family, heartbroken, upset by this, and all the relatives, her niece, and whatnot, who are still still around. Uh, and it's just it's just so stupid. It's so dumb that we've gotten to this particular point. But again, if you want to go down that hole, that rabbit hole, which the Flyers have said in their their statement there, and again, I don't want to misconstrue what the Flyers are doing here. They had a very nice, wordy statement there about how they they want to pass generations and all that stuff. They can't allow what happened in the past that you know, doesn't go with what they believe today. That's essentially, I'm paraphrasing it there. Uh, they want to distance themselves. Okay, then bring down the Ed Snyder statue, Get rid of uh, the state of Pennsylvania. You might have to relocate. Maybe we move to Delaware or something like that. All right, anyway, it's the Ben Maller Show on Fox. We say hello to Edmund Dallas, Steamboat Willie, Judas, Solid Gold Garcia. Yeah, I mean, we talked about this a little bit last week, and I was actually surprised that the Flyers did this. I, I, I didn't think they would do this. Oh, you knew when they put the blanket over the statue that it was uh, I thought I don't down. know. I thought maybe they'd just, you know, do something to show that they kind of were catering to a certain segment. And then after it blows over, which everything does, then you just take the you know, cover off and move on and no one cares. But uh, No, no, no. Where's the statue? Go? What do you do with the statue you chop down with a saw? Where does that I go? I don't know. Is there a, a you know, is there a, a Joe the, Paterno? Know. Yeah, right. She, is it Kate Paterno? Smith and Joe Paterno are now together somewhere in the, the Island of Misfits statues. I, I don't know. So like I a, don't know, a graveyard of statues somewhere where you call, is there a place you call up if you have to dispose of a statue and they'll, they'll take it off your hands? I don't know. I, I don't know either. No, I, I have no idea, but uh, uh, it's just it's just uh, silly. And again, uh, hey, Ed Snyder, you know that story about Ed Snyder, right? He didn't want to have any Russian player back in the Cold War playing in, for the Flyers. Would never have a Russian player in the Flyers. Well, the Flyers have a statue of Ed Snyder. Do they support that kind of activity? They should bring that statue down, Eddie. They, if they want to be all-inclusive, they got to bring that statue down. Right there, we cannot stand idle. It said, it's a statement from the Flyers. We cannot stand idle. Well, material from another era gets in the way of who we are today. I mean, you brought up the cord cutter thing, but and that wouldn't surprise me if this was, of course, all about business and not about what the right thing to do, quote unquote, is. But I mean, is are any Flyers fans honestly going to not go to games or not buy season tickets because they're going to continue to, on occasion, play the Kate Smith version of God Bless America? I mean, I, I'm just really surprised by this decision. Yeah, I I, I agree with you. I think who's who's going to be like, I can't go to a flight? That's the point. But we I mean, said that last week. We said that last week. I know, week. but can't we all as intelligent adults just consider that this was 
sung and a song that was written, like you said, 80 years ago. I mean, it's a very different well, and, time and place and when then. You get and the context of one was a, a satire song mocking the whole the whole thing and was sung by a, a black civil rights leader in that era. And the other one was for Paramount Pictures, a major Hollywood studio. You're like, well, okay. So what's the problem? But here? does anyone I, really think if the Flyers play this song, they're endorsing racism? Does anyone really think that? Oh, I yes, there are clearly. But okay, some, okay, there's always right? there's, there's nutballs everywhere. Groups. But I mean, a, a, a large enough group of people that they oh, need to not. take action. No, then why do they course, do it? Because they're a bunch of morons. They're dummies. They're dumbos in Philadelphia. The Flyers. I hope they never win. Have, I hope they lose we're all the time. Have to talk to Philly Rob about this. See what he says. Yeah. Yeah, defend your team, Philly Rob. Who? Defend your squad. Just don't poison those cheesesteaks yeah. when you come in here this week, okay? <laughs> That's right. <laughs> don't poison that. Don't poison that food. We'll have we'll have Roberto eat some first. We'll have that, and we'll have uh, <laughs> some of the editors. We'll bring the editors down here if they're any that night. We'll have them come down. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's Rappaport's Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're talking tea, we're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Here are some examples of what you'll hear from us on Rappaport's reality podcast. This is where we discuss all things reality TV, all things popular culture. And a little bit of... Rappaport's reality, the reality of bit. us. We're a figuring out. And if we had been recording these last four or five days, Ooh. it, it would have been, Ooh, a, been the juicy. podcast would have taken a, a, a left turn. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. More Than a Movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast, and this time with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero, and each week I'm going to talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic, and then Carmen and Juni. 
I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. It's Maller. How about that? To the third degree. This is when Big Ben gets grilled. It's kind of like Game of Thrones, except the radio version without all the other stuff. All right, Koopalo, what do we have? Ben, for months you've been giving teams, both in the NBA and college, the advice to hire Rick Pitino. Yeah. And now we're hearing that Pitino and the Cavs have mutual interest. Sure they do. So now we need some advice from you for Rick Pitino. Should he take it? Should they offer it? Uh, well, nobody wants to live in Cleveland, but yes, you take the job, right? You take the job. Right? Beggars can't be choosers. Outside of Cleveland winning the Zion Williamson lottery, it is a dead-end street, mediocre talent, but it's still an NBA job, and the way it's going for Patino, you got to take whatever you can get. And B, Patino, he's 66 years old. The clock is ticking. Clearly, the NCAA is not going to you know, bang down his door. UCLA didn't want him. Bad job by them. St. John's didn't want him. Uh, so somebody like the Cavs, yes, it's better than coaching in Greece. Next. Now, Jay Glazer reported over the weekend that the NFL considered making the field larger to minimize major impacts. How do you feel about this? All right, see, this is stupid. Now, first of all, it's paralysis by analysis, right? And I don't know who came up with this and this idea. It's just a, it's not yet a done deal. But the, the NFL should be reprimanded if they consider this. It wouldn't make the NFL safer. Think about this. Logically, right? Players would still be breathing down each other's necks because they would be around the line of scrimmage where the ball is most of the time. And if you make the field wider, defensive backs and safeties would have more room to run and gain an advantage to attack a receiver. So it doesn't make sense at all. It's stupid. If I want Canadian football, I'll go to Canada. Next! Christian Yelich is on a historic home run pace. First few years of his career, he wasn't exactly a power hitter. I don't think he even hit over 10 home runs. Over under on uh, Yelich getting popped for PEDs? Well, I wouldn't be surprised, right? I mean, if D. Gordon got popped for steroids in Seattle, it's baseball. You have to have doubt in baseball. I lived through the steroid years. I'm a skeptic. How'd we do, Kupalu? He passed. I won the game! That's a winner! I won the game! Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Hey, you sports figure guy or girl. Who the hell are you talking to, son? Here's some instant advice. Hold that thought. No one's paid attention to me for 10 whole seconds. And if you don't like it, screw And away we go. It is time now for the Insta Advice Line, a staple of the Ben Maller Show. We do it every week at about this time. If you like it every week, same time, must listen radio. If you don't like it, we only do it once a week, so who cares? It's only once a week. Big deal. All right. Who needs our advice this week? There's a lot of options. We could give advice to the Philadelphia Flyers and the New York Yankees. We certainly could have done that. There would have been nothing wrong with that. That would have been a proper thing to do, but eh. We've moved on from that. Who are we going to give advice to? Would it be the uh, Clippers? They're tra- No, the Clippers don't need any advice. They're in good shape. They'll come back. You know who needs advice? Oklahoma City star Russell Westbrook. He needs advice. So we're going to give him advice on how to not stink in the playoffs since Kevin Durant has left Russell Westbrook. His individual record as, a, as the headliner in OKC is 4-11. and that ain't good. So what is your advice to Russell Westbrook on how not to stink in the NBA playoffs? You're live on the air when you hear my voice at 877-99 on Fox. Hello, line one. That's you. Actually, line two. We don't have line one. Hello, line two. Yeah, Cowboy in Windsor. You keep on thinking you're the smartest guy in the room. Don't call a show anymore. All right, that's Jason in Windsor. That's Windsor on Windsor. Uh, crime is what that is. Hello, line three. You're on the air. Hello, line three. Line four, you're next. We're giving advice to Russell Westbrook on how to not stink in the playoffs. You got to put on a Washington General's uniform. Oh, yeah, that would be all he needs to do. 
That's the only thing he hasn't worn to the arena on the catwalk into the arena. Line five. <laughs> Are you there, line five? Sylvester Stallone is best friends with Hulk Hogan, a well-known racist, so no more Rocky statue in yeah, Philadelphia that's either. Right. Get rid of that. Brother. That's Brandon in Minnesota doing some research. Hello, line six. Hello, line six. Go visit Carney, babes. Okay, uh, line uh, two, you're next on the air. We're giving advice here to Russell Westbrook on how not to stink in the postseason. <laughs> Maybe you should loosen up a little and hang out with a certain referee-paying NFL owner. Oh, there Florida you go. There you go. Our guy from Maine. Ah, look at you. Uh, yeah. Uh, you won't call in on your own because you know we won't put you on the air. Actually, we put him on the air. What are we saying? Uh, line, we put anybody on the air. Line three. Hello, line three. Yeah, like what Chick Hearn would say, the mustard came off the hot dog. Oh, I thought you were going to say something else. Line four. Hello, line four. Hey, weed man, Lisa tastes like a dirty... All right, line wow. five. Hello, line five. Hello, Ben. It's very simple. Stop being a whiny bitch. Okay, thank you for that. Solid advice. Advice to Russell Westbrook on how not to stink in the NBA playoffs. The Oklahoma City star in 15 playoff games since Kevin Durant left is 4-11 and 11 as the big man on campus. Line six. Are you there, line six? Lavender bath soap. Okay, lavender bath soap. I got you. All right, line two. Hello, line two. Don't listen to moron Mallard. Line three, you're on so the take air. take that hello. in your pooper and pop it. <laughs> yeah. Shouldn't you be sleeping, Angry Bill? There's a Klan rally in the morning. Line three. Hello, line three. Next question. All right, thank you for that. Line four, you're next year. We're giving advice to Russell Westbrook on how not to stink in the playoffs. Cowboy, I'm a big fan of your world. Line five. Hello, line five. Why did he call? Hello, line five. Line five's not there. We're going to line six. Let me give out the number. I want, I'd like to hear some new voices. 877-99 on Fox. 877-996-6369. Your advice to Russell Westbrook on how not to stink in the postseason. We'll do a few more. Hello, you. You're over there. You're next. Hello. Yeah, he needs to take a shower. That's always good advice. Maybe use some uh, my my best advice salt. would be to call eight seven seven nine nine six six three six nine 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 nine. No, that's a <laughs> that's a different number. I don't know what you're talking about there. How dare you, you scumbag! Line three, you are next. Hello, line three. How about if he passes the ball, and can we just love one another a lot more? Well, sure. I love our balls. Yeah. All right. Uh, hey, uh, line four. You there, line four? Who clucks clan, baby? All right. There's Angry Bill. Line five. Hello, line five. I know what you were, Bill. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> line six. You there, line six? Yeah, is this a cash song? Yeah. Uh, hold on. I'll put you on hold. Hold on a sec. Let me move it. There you go. Uh, line two. Hello, line two. Yeah, I get shooting advice from the Necro Brothers. They all look the same. Uh, it's a, no, that's a. But pitchers, they're knuckleball pitchers. Uh, Phil Necro and Joe Necro, they pitched in the 70s and the 80s. and that But all thing. those Necros look the I same. In the early 90s. One made it to the early 90s. Hello, line three. Line hey, how's it going? Oh, it's going pretty good. Line four. Hello, line four. Binge watch Looney Tunes. Oh, that's a name. I don't, I, don't, I don't say that name anymore. Oh, no, I don't say that name. All right. Let's do one more. Only one more. If it's good, I'll take credit. If not, I will blame the Koopa Loop. The final call on the instant advice line for Russell Westbrook on how not to stink in the playoffs. Line six. Line number six. You are on the air. Hello, line six. Go up to any Laker fan and kick him in a ball-washing mouth. Yeah! There you go. There you go. Good job. That's a winner right there. Fine. Instant advice line. Thank you all. All. There it is. You can put it on the board. Yeah. As Hawk Carrollson would say, back in the day. Do you see what Westbrook was wearing when he showed up to the, the arena? How much time yes. do these? How much time do these guys? Spend? They must have an army of people that come up with these these ridiculous costumes that they wear to these games, right? They must. It's a whole thing. It's insanity. Well, according man. to Anthony Davis, they somebody yeah. puts they their clothes on. Dre- I know they can't nine, dress nine, themselves. Nine, 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 what? Nine. what? Psst. There's a shortcut to platinum status at Shell to saving ten cents per gallon on every fill every day. Just fill up six times with Shell V Power Nitro Plus Premium Gasoline, and it's yours. 
Plus, you'll rejuvenate your engine. Get ready to level up performance, rewards, and savings. With continuous use in gasoline direct injection engine fuel injectors, Platinum status is earned with 12 Phillips over three months, 10-gallon minimum per fill-up at participating Shell locations. Terms apply. Visit fuelrewards.com slash status. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people it gives me a lot of hope if you liked locatora before you're gonna love season nine subscribe to our show and you'll see why locatora is your prima's favorite podcast listen to locatora radio as part of the michael Tura podcast network available on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Carol G. Juan Gabriel. Christina Aguilera. What do these three have in common? You mean apart from impeccable style, chart-topping canciones, and drama? Facts, yes, all of the above are correct, but most importantly, they're some of the biggest Latin icons in the world. And they're just a few of the game-changing Latin stars we're covering in Becoming an Icon Season 2. Listen to Becoming an Icon on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.